what's good everybody it's been a very long time since y'all last heard my voice uh what's good with y'all man you know i've been out here you know trying to make myself more marketable to the job market learn skills and stuff like that i haven't really been having time to you know record as much as i want to but hey changes now you know lifestyle changes got a new job all that stuff but what's good with y'all man this is me back again for another episode of nerd flow uh, it feels so weird, you know, say that, but, uh, yeah, we back, um, I know the last time that I left y'all hanging, which was months ago, I promise, not gonna happen again, if it does, I'll get all y'all five dollars, <laughs> but yeah, man, last time on our last episode, I know I said I was going to introduce y'all to Montana 300, which is coming, that's gonna be next episode, you know, might get a double upload today, maybe triple upload, you know what, quadruple upload, we going big this time, <laughs> but no, so, um, this, uh, episode, I really just wanted to talk about, you know, my sort of views on hip-hop, um, the culture, um, is hip-hop really music, which is an argument that I've heard being made, um, you know, my favorite rappers, what is a rapper, mumble rapper, stuff like that, so, I'm just gonna go ahead and get into it. <clears throat> so I'll start with the easy question first, right? My favorite rappers. It depends on what you're talking about. There are different genres of rap, as much as people don't want to believe it. You have drill rap, you have mumble rap, you have like struggle rap, which is people rapping about the struggle. You have people who like the flex, you know, flex rappers, uh, and then you just have people who want to show off their lyrical prowess. Um, depending on which one you're talking about, if you want to talk about like gangster rap trap rap then it has to be ben the butcher uh schoolboy q scarface um i like some drill music too but i like oj the, not oj the juice man jesus christ uh oh man what is his name what is his name? um why can't i think of his name right now hey that's crazy project pat oh man it took me so long to think of project pat but yeah project pat he up there for me man um if you want to talk about just like obscure rappers you know, obviously, I did an episode on MF Doom. You got Cool Keith. Uh, you got Six Seconds, which is like a, um, he's a rapper. Obviously, he started on YouTube making anime raps, but he does more than just anime raps. Um, he should not be known as the anime rap guy because he actually does put out solid music. Um, you have um, a bunch of just like other random artists that I listen to from time to time, um, which hopefully... Um, y'all can follow me on Spotify. I'm going to go ahead and put that in there. Uh, let me see if I can find my phone to give y'all my username. I post a bunch of different songs that I'm interested in listening to whatnot. Um, if y'all want to go ahead and follow your boy. Uh, my username is Bear2348. Again, B-E-A-R-2348. I update all of my playlists pretty much weekly with just songs that I listen to. I put them in the correct genres and stuff like that. You know, something for everybody. You like, you know, chill out rap, you know, just chill sets. You can go ahead and listen to my chill playlist. You want to turn up, you can listen to my turn up playlist. Or if you have like an old school soul and just want to listen to like some, not necessarily hip hop, but like some black music, some good R&B, old school stuff like that. I have a playlist for that too. So go ahead, follow me on Spotify. You can get that too. But to the question that I just posed myself about my favorite rappers. So um, those are a few. Um, as for the arguments against that I've been hearing, right? 
because I done heard a bunch of like weird, <clears throat> um, a bunch of weird takes when it comes to hip hop. Like, if you're a real hip hop fan, then you have to agree with me on this, right? And it's just simply not true. If you believe that you guys have the best discography out of all of the Wu Tang Clan, we can't be friends. Because you guys, of all people, I can understand if you say Inspect the Deck. I can understand if you say Red Man, uh, Method Man, or uh, not um, Red Man, RZA, any of that. I can understand that. But you guys, that's not mean to say that he's a bad rapper, but you have so much more talent in the Wu Tang Clan that really goes underrated, right? Um, Big L, for an example, too. Big L, not a part of Wu Tang, but he is. Um, he was on a, um, you know, he has his own little rap that he does. Um, he was on a freestyle with Jay Z, and you know, a lot of people don't don't know who Big L is. Uh, Big Pun. A lot of people don't know who Big Pun is, aside from Fat Joe, who's always talking about, yeah, man, everybody was afraid to rap with Big Pun. I had to, I had to trick them to get on songs and on the rap with him, cause he was just, he was just too good, man, and. It really is uh, <laughs> It really is funny that you have to trick someone to get on a song. I don't know if that's true. I just heard it during the interview. Um, she said it in passing. But if it is true, that is wild to me. You have to trick someone. That's like, it was like Lil Wayne had to trick people to get on a song with Drake, right? And I'm not talking about like early 2000s Drake when he was, you know, known as being a sissy, a punk, all that stuff. I'm talking about Drake now when this man is winning Grammys. He's doing hits. Uh, regardless of what people want to say about Drake, <clears throat> he is he's in his bag. He's in a, he's making his money. He's making music that's both, you know, um, has some depth of meaning to it. Whether that be for people who just want to live a certain lifestyle, or people who just want to turn up. You know, Drake has something for everybody, uh, which leads me to the next question that I pose myself, and something the next topic that I'm going to get into is, what is hip hop? Um, first off. I can tell you, hip hop is a form of music that has been something that has been heavily debated uh, within the hip hop community. As is, is rap or hip hop considered um, music? A lot of people say no, it's not music. Um, some people will put it as a form of poetry, um, like like Gil Scott. You know, when he did the Revolution will not be televised. When he did, you know, when Kanye West used his sample. Um, with all his other poems that he did, uh, my way, like home is where the hatred is. A lot of people sort of view that sort of thing more akin to poetry than music, which is a fair argument, right? Um, rap, at least <clears throat> back in his early conception, was mainly about you know showing your lyrical prowess, and then eventually it got to the point where it became an outlet for a lot of people, right? Living in a struggle, sharing their stories, sharing their experiences, and for a long time, that's what rap was. Um, and you still have elements of like your lyricism, you know, how you can play with words, make words, do what you want them to do, manipulate them. So you have to have a really good grasp on the English language in order to be a good rapper. So I don't necessarily agree with the point that rap is in music <clears throat> just simply because, you know, even if you don't necessarily recognize it as music, doesn't mean it's not music. And the best example that I can give you is when it comes to artists and not just like normal artists who actually can paint faces, realistic art, anime, anime, um, <clears throat> pictures, stuff like that, illustrations. I'm talking about the abstract artist. The artist where you can look at a picture and you can go like, you know what? I could do that myself. And just, or sometimes there was a joke that was, um, 
on uh, I forgot what show it was, where there was a guy who was pretending to be an artist, and what he did was he uh, accidentally tripped and fell on his canvas, and like his paintbrush just so happened to hit the uh, canvas as well. He like, oh my god, this is genius. So what he did was he just went around just like throwing stuff, throwing paint on his canvas, just throwing stuff everywhere randomly. By the way, there was no rhyme or reason, and then eventually. Um, he gave it a name, he gave it a title, and he sold it to this millionaire for, like, millions of dollars, right? It was a skit. didn't actually happen, right? Millions of dollars. And, like, and and to the, and in the skit, it showed years later of this millionaire trying to justify, trying to see meaning within something that didn't have meaning. You know, so, um, when he did that, he was trying to justify his purchase. His purchase. But, um... So for that particular um, person, you know, for him, that was art. So, and for other people who just look at it and see that, oh, like I could do this myself. It doesn't matter. You know, it's still considered art. So therefore, the argument that, okay, it was more akin to poetry doesn't really stand because if, if I think it's music, you know, you don't have to agree with me that it's music, but that still doesn't change the fact that I think it's music. Second... Is really the idea of, and this goes into the idea of rapping personas that I did in my first episode is should rap lyrics be considered evidence when it comes to certain cases? I know everybody knows about what's happening in Young Thug right now, it ain't looking too good for him. But my thing is, it goes back to what I said before, where rap used to be just an outlet for people to, um, share their struggle, share what they go through, show how to get up, and just sort of, hey, you know, if I made it, you can make it too. It used to be a little bit more inspirational in that aspect. And then, you know, during like the cocaine era, a bunch of other stuff that happened in the 80s, stuff like that, it sort of changed where it was more gangster rap, where it was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm selling drugs, I'm doing this, life is hard, I got to sell drugs. And that don't make it any less valid or any less of rap as it was when it began. But it's just, it's just for a different crowd, you know, times change. So... The question is then, for those people who actually do live that life, because there is a difference, there are people who rap about certain things in their songs that they don't actually do, 6 9 for example, um, should we then use those lyrics as evidence for a crime? My personal thought is, if you commit a crime and you know you did it, don't be stupid enough to snitch on yourself. Right. Like if I'm going to rob a bank, I'm not going to make a song about me robbing the bank. And then knowing that, like, there were people there that are witnesses in the ongoing investigation. Um, you know, I'm not going to if I kill someone. Right. And I make a song. Yeah, I'm smoking on that little toenail pack, little toenail pack. Me and my goons, we get, we ran this nigga down. We did all that stuff. I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Because guess what? If someone who just so happened to be named Little Toenail dies and then they hear my song, guess who's prime suspect number one? And guess who they're going to be looking into? Exactly. Now, if it's the case where, you know, this person doesn't actually do what they do in their lyrics, um, I can't remember if it was Future or 2 Chains or something like that where they said that they actually don't do, like, uh, certain drugs or something like that or, like, you know, 2 Chains having, like, a PhD and stuff like that, right? Um... Now, I'm not saying he didn't live that life, but let's say for for, for, for um, Shits and Gizzles, he didn't. Then I think, you know, that's a bigger conversation of, like, do we then still give him his validity as a rapper? But also, I don't think it's going to be used as evidence because it's a persona. And then if he makes it clear that, hey, you know what? This is a persona. This ain't really me. And, of course, it shouldn't be used in lyrics, right? 
problem is anyone could do that now. Like, let's say in my example before, if, you know, I go and kill a little toenail and I could say that, oh, yeah, you know, that's just a persona. I'm not really out here in these streets. Then I have to deal with, you know, my one credibility as a rapper because credibility is everything. Your image is everything. If your image is viewed as, as tarnished or you snitch on yourself or something like that, it's over for you. And that's a really a big part of hip hop. In fact, in my opinion, it's the biggest thing in hip hop is image. It's what you do with your image, how you present your image, um, whether you want to create a new image, um, if you want to relate to more people, it all goes hand in hand. So um, if music or hip hop rather, oh Jesus Christ, I'm getting all sort of mixed up on my thoughts here. But um, one take Drake, we're not doing this over again. Y'all getting the full, raw, authenticness of these struggles to make this podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, so um, if your image is tarnished in any sort of way, then your credibility as a rapper goes down. We see it happen with 6ix9ine, and you know, we've seen it happen with other rappers too. But well, 6ix9ine is a perfect example, um, and it leads to one of the problems that I have, or one of the more questionable aspects of rap that I have is, you know, how willing are we willing to go to allow someone to be a culture vulture, if you will, to, to, to use us and use our image for their own purposes, knowing, you know, that they're not really about that life. You know, in that aspect, to me, it's not just 6ix9ine's fault for being a snitch and all that stuff, right? That also falls on the people who allowed him to have that image, knowing that he wasn't that type of person. Yeah, yeah let that sink in. Because if I know you if I know you a fake and you're doing something, I'm not going to let you do it. If you tell me you bilingual and I know you're not bilingual, and then you try and get a job claiming that you're bilingual, and you have you know your Hispanic friends next to you, your uh, Asian friends next to you, or someone who speaks another language in your ear all the time, just like they can hear what you're saying and they telling you what to say, and then it comes out that they find out you actually can't speak this second language and you get fired. You can't then be mad at just you know the person who did the job. You also have to be mad at the people who enabled him to do this, right? So I'm not sticking up for six nine. I'm not, but at the same time, if I, if I'm a gangster and I know that this person ain't about that life, I'm not about to allow him to use my image and know that he's not about that life. That's just me personally. That's why I'm not a gangster. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and this is goes into, like, a bigger discussion on hip-hop because, as I said before, part of it is image. A big part of it is image. I would probably say, like, maybe, I don't know, like, 90 no a little bit less than that maybe 85 percent of it is just image you know there's some like lyrical prowess involved but it's also another biggest part is just knowing your audience you know um you know the type of audience you want to cater to even if you believe that you're a lyrical rapper right or you believe that you know what you're saying is the truth is hard and stuff like that you know that there's a certain demographic of people that you need that you want to hit you want to identify with the drug dealers the hustlers the scammers or you want to deal with the nerds the know the nerd culture all that stuff and you want to deal with the people who want the finer things in life you know louis bags versace gucci slips uh gucci flip-flops them astro boy shoes that's coming around that you you know that's what you want and you know that there's a certain audience who will listen to that and just go like yeah you know what that's what i like this man gives me so i'm gonna listen to more of his music 
Like really, that's how it starts. Um, that's how most music starts, right? Um, you get, a, you know, what type of music you like. You know what type of um, idea you have for your brand and stuff like that, and you go with it. And for the argument of people saying that hip hop is a music when it follows the same sort of structure, like let's just let's just say for you know shits and giggles that you know you want to um, take out the vocal part, right, and just focus on instrumentals. There's so much that goes into instrumentals that is crazy. Someone I went to high school was a producer. You know, shout out Reese Beats. If you ever need a beat from him, go ahead and hit him up. He don't know I'm I'm plugging him right now. Uh, I bet you he probably don't even know that. Uh, you know, I still keep in contact. But you know, what? I want to see my people win. If I know so, if I see someone out here doing something good, productive, go ahead and give him a shout out. That includes y'all too. You know, if y'all want to hit me up at some point, I you know I ain't even got no way for y'all to hit me up. So I don't even know why I'm saying this, but. <laughs> But if y'all just so happen to find me on the street and like, hey, I recognize your voice. Hey, I got this business. I got this idea. I'm going to shout you out to get to, you know, all of the few people who listen to my voice. But at any rate, yeah, when it comes to uh, instrumentals and stuff like that, there's so much that goes into it. You know, you have to like know rhythm. You have to like know cadence. You need to know like the, the pitch and stuff like that. It, it's so It's so much that goes into it. That a lot of people just don't know when you hear like a, a good instrumental, like you can hear every single instrument in that instrumental, and it's crazy. And nowadays, it's gotten to the point where it gets so intricate that you can make a beat, and you don't, you don't even have to have a rapper on it. The rapper is just filler. That's typically how most things go now. While you hear a fire beat, the rapper ain't really saying too much on it. You know, he's just floating. You know, that's. You know, depending on how you view it, you know, the term floating, if you want to know, it's just like he's just riding the beat. You know, he's on point. He's giving his cadence. You know, he's speaking. He, you know, putting his words together. It's not necessarily lyrical, you know, but it sounds good, right? You know, you can get the lyrical, spiritual, all that stuff if you want to. Um, or you can just float. Just flow on the beat. Just, just, just let it flow naturally. Um, and, you know, people... R&B singers do it. Rock and roll do it. You know, they ad-lib their performance most of the time, and then it, they either make it into a song or they do, like, a one-off in a performance and stuff like that. You know, it's one thing that artists do, right? You need to know how to ad-lib. Like, it's different from freestyling. Um, and the musical, the, the type of musical knowledge you need in order to do that, astronomical, right? You can't just, you can't claim that hip-hop is not music or rap is not music. And then just deny the fact that you couldn't do it, right? Like, if you want to make a beat, it's probably going to sound horrible, right? Not you personally, whoever's listening to this. But, you know, if, if I were to try and make a beat, it would sound horrible. I have a concept of rhythm and all stuff, but I don't know pitch. Uh, I just think if something sounds good, I would just make it sound good. You know, that's just me. Like, there is a part, there is a level of, like, musical knowledge that I do have. But I don't have enough to be a rapper. You know, I can't freestyle off the dome. You know, there, there are a lot of people, there are rappers who can't freestyle off the dome. But we still, like, whenever we see people who can do that, that's what we surmise as a good rapper, being able to think of your feet, improvise. You know, and in my opinion, rap is a little bit more than just music. It is music, but it, it, it's something more. It's like cultural, right? Um, people say black culture is American culture. Since we here, I'm not going to get into that, at least not in this episode. On this podcast, uh, I have another podcast with my homeboy we doing called All The Smoke. I don't know when it's going to be uploaded, but it's, it's working. We doing it. We here. Um, 
But that's a different conversation. But when it comes to less like how people perceive rap, it, it's so much cultural aspects behind it that it, it's hard for me personally not to give it its props. Same thing with rock and roll, right? Depending on who you ask, black people made rock and roll, but it just branched out into something different. But people think rock and roll is a type is, is music. They think it's good music. People still listen to Elvis, you know, despite all the things that Elvis did. But you know, they want to demonize Bill Cosby for, <laughs> or or actually, that's a bad example, right? Let's take the Chris Brown example. In, in case you don't know, Chris Brown sick, tired of everybody talking about how he beat Rihanna when he was 17 and yet in the same breath praise or you know Blueface and his um his wife girlfriend whatever have a TV show of them just beating on each other their videos and they're beating on each other fist fights boxing each other and no one's saying oh hey you know what you need to stop doing that instead they're getting more money off of it and so it got to the point where Chris Brown is like hey you know what I'm gonna need y'all to stop. I was 17 when I did that. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? So Blueface was like, "Oh yeah, um, I don't mind that you brought me into this, but it just depends on the type of woman that you with. You know, you were beating on Rihanna, and <laughs> I thought that that was kind of bogus because it's like, yeah, you beating on Rihanna, but you beating on your girl too. It don't matter what type of girl she is. All right, whether I'm beating on Rihanna. Or you, you beating on some crackhead that you found outside. It's still the same thing. You're still putting your hands on them, right? It's not right, but we pick and choose who it is that we want to um, view as right, depending on if it's more entertaining and stuff like that. They weren't entertaining when Chris Brown was beating Rihanna. You know, Blueface and his girl make a show out of beating each other. They do it in public. You know, they got videos of themselves fighting. People got videos of them fighting. It's a spectacle, you know. Um, part of, and unfortunately, that is also a part of hip-hop culture is being able to put on a spectacle, right? If anyone has ever noticed, you can always tell when someone's going to drop an album because they always start some beef right before they drop an album. It, it always happened, right? You know, Drake dropping his album, he gets into a, a beef with Pusha T, right? Uh, Tupac dropping his album, you know, he gets into a beef with Biggie. And whenever there's beef, you know that there's an album coming. I don't know what it is, you know, and and it's, and it's gotten more so of, oh, yeah, you know, I make better music than you. You know, we're going to go ahead and we're going we gonna to let ourselves do it, right? I believe that's what it was, you know, back in the day, then, like when people made diss tracks and stuff like that, you know, look at Ice Cube, who is, in my opinion, undefeated in them diss tracks. You know, he, uh, <coughs> oh, man, sorry about that, y'all. I've been talking for a while, but yeah, for, for Ice Cube, right? To me, undefeated, and when it comes to the uh, distress, right? And it was just um, you know, showing off that hey, I'm a better rapper than all y'all. And people who responded was like, yeah, no, I'm a better rapper than you. And, and now, for me, and then this is just my opinion. It, it's less of that. It's more so, yeah, I'm gonna just start some shit because I got a, I ain't got, I ain't really got no problem with you. You know, I just want to go ahead and and get these album sales up. You know, I would just pick someone who either might be relevant or a legend or stuff like that and hope that it work out. And in, in, in this case, you know, it worked out for Pusha T and Drake because, you know, Drake responded. You know, he gave him, a, you know, a couple tracks. Pusha T gave him a couple tracks. It didn't work for Joe Button because Joe Button's just corny. I'm sorry to say, just corny, right? No one is, like, fiending for a Joe Button song. I like Joe Button. I do. As on podcast, he got some pretty hot takes on uh hip hop that I don't necessarily agree with, which I might talk about in another episode. 
But, you know, no one cares. Like, Joe Budden really just didn't understand the type of person that Drake is, and he doesn't understand the climate that music is in now. He's thinking that his way of doing things, his way of rapping is still, oh, yeah, it's still like that, but it's not. It's evolved to the point where who can make a better song? Not who's a better rapper, who can make a better song? And when it comes to that, Drake is pretty much almost undefeated. Kendrick Lamar, yeah, he makes good music. You know, J. Cole, he makes good music. You know, he makes good songs. Same thing with Kendrick. But when it comes to, like, consistent for any type of mood that you could think of, Drake always has something for you. If you in an R&B mood, you can listen to Drake. <laughs> if you in like a, yeah, man, I want to flex on some people, listen to Drake. If you depressed and, you know, you, you want to listen to someone, something melodic, you can listen to Drake. You know, you can do that with, like, other rappers, but I think Drake just, like, has monopolized his image in a way where, like, when you think of Drake, you just think of certain things and it just make you want to listen to his music more in certain situations. Like, if I break up with my girl or something like that or, you know, I'm feeling down for some reason, I'm listening to Drake. You know, I'm listening to 2 a.m. in Toronto or something like that. You know, I'm feeling sad. We getting in there. Well, if I want to go out and turn up, you know, you listen to Rich Flex aside from the little sus part where you're like, can you do something for me, 21? But I'm listening to Rich Flex. I'm listening to, uh, what is it, 5 a.m. in Toronto. I'm listening to Fancy. I'm listening to all this stuff. Game day. Um, I'm trying to do something big. I'm in the gym. Drake. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so for – I. I've just been talking for like 26 minutes. I'm going to be real with you. Um, eventually, I'm going to make a website. You know, y'all can put in y'all questions, submissions, anyone, anything you want to know my opinion on, um, any topics or anything like that. I just sort of ramble for this entire episode. I'm normally not this unfocused, but I'm just excited to be back. You know what I'm saying? So, next episode, um, man, you know, I, I, I did say I was going to do like a rap and rap nerd, rap nerd thing, but you know, I'm just do it as it comes. You know, sticking to that schedule, I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about. Good thing about having your own podcast, you can do that. So, I owe y'all an episode of Montana 300. I'm gonna get y'all that episode of Montana 300. It's probably gonna be the next episode after that. You know, we're gonna see, we are going to see, but I will put that at the end of the next episode of Montana 300. Get y'all a rapper. That I listen to or something like that. But uh yeah, man. It has been me back again, the nerd, signing off for now. Thank you.